St. Thomas of Summa, Part 3, Question 15, Article 10. Whether Christ was at once a wayfarer and a comprehensor. Objection 1. It would seem that Christ was not at once a wayfarer and a comprehensor. For it belongs to a wayfarer to be moving toward the end of beatitude. And to a comprehensor it belongs to be resting in the end. Now, to be moving towards the end and to be resting in the end cannot belong to the same. Therefore, Christ could not be at once wayfarer and comprehensor. Objection 2. Further, to tend to beatitude or to obtain it does not pertain to man's body, but to his soul. Hence, Augustine says that Upon the inferior nature, which is the body, there overflows not indeed the beatitude which belongs to such as enjoy and understand, but the fullness of health, that is, the vigor of incorruption. Now, although Christ had a passable body, he fully enjoyed God in his mind. Therefore, Christ was not a wayfarer, but a comprehensor. Objection 3. Further, the saints whose souls are in heaven and whose bodies are in the tomb enjoy beatitude in their souls, although their bodies are subject to death. Yet they are called not wayfarers, but only comprehensors. Hence, with equal reason, would it seem that Christ was a pure comprehensor and no wise a wayfarer, since his mind enjoyed God although his body was mortal. On the contrary, it is written, Why wilt thou be a stranger in the land, and as a wayfaring man, turning in to lodge? I answer that. A man is called a wayfarer from tending to beatitude, and a comprehensor from having already obtained beatitude, according to 1 Corinthians 9.24, so run that you may comprehend. And Philippians 3.12, I follow after, if by any means I may comprehend. Now, man's perfect beatitude consists in both soul and body, as stated in the second part. In the soul, as regards what is proper to it, inasmuch as the mind sees and enjoys God. In the body, inasmuch as the body will rise spiritual in power and glory, and incorruption, as is written in 1 Corinthians 15, 42. Now, before his passion, Christ's mind saw God fully, and thus he had beatitude as far as it regards what is proper to the soul. But beatitude was wanting with regard to all else, since his soul was passable and his body both passable and mortal, as is clear from the above. Hence, he was at once comprehensor inasmuch as he had the beatitude proper to the soul, and at the same time wayfarer inasmuch as he was tending to beatitude as regards what was wanting to his beatitude. Reply to Objection 1. It is impossible to be moving towards the end and resting in the end in the same respect. But there is nothing against this under a different respect as when a man is at once acquainted with what he already knows 
and yet is a learner with regard to what he does not know. Reply to Objection 2. Beatitude principally and properly belongs to the soul with regard to the mind, yet secondarily, and so to say instrumentally, bodily goods are required for beatitude. Thus, Aristotle says that exterior goods minister organically to beatitude. Reply to Objection 3. There is no parity between the soul of a saint and of Christ, for two reasons. First, because the souls of saints are not passable, as Christ's soul was. Secondly, because their bodies do nothing by which they tend to beatitude, as Christ, by his bodily sufferings, tended to beatitude as regards the glory of his body.